Hey, this is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And if you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giannoutsis. He's prepared to ignite. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey, listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and I want to welcome you to today's session. And before we go any further, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, go ahead and do that. The name is Leadership is Changing, and we would love to see you on those different platforms for sure. Okay, in this mashup, I've got three wonderful guests, and of course, they're coming from their main episodes, and so this is just a snippet on answering the question, who's your favorite leader and why? And this is from episode 47, Justine Mader. She's a high-performance coach and uh, shares some wonderful things. And then episode 49, Tammy Foreman. She's the CEO of Path Forward. And then from episode 50, Adrian Stevens. He was recently the Vice President of Talent Management at Hewlett-Packard Enterprise. And so all three share some beautiful things in relation to that question. So I want you to check that out, team. So sit back, relax, take notes, and enjoy the mashup. Hey, uh, here's a question, which is, um, who is your favorite leader? Now, this person could be alive or they can be from history, and you may have many, but who's the one that's your favorite and why? Oh, that's such a good question. It is so hard to say. I would have to say one of my favorite leaders is actually Queen Esther from the Bible in the sense that she is a very great advocate for the people that feel uncalled or not chosen, if, if you will, in the sense of leadership. So many people that talk to me, they're like, well, how did, how did you actually think you could do this? Well, if I can do it, anybody can do it, Dennis. And when I look right. at you know Queen Esther being chosen to be the queen of the whole Jewish nation at that time, one of the most influential you know people, she was in the slave Jewish nation, and then you know with the, the royalty is where she found herself to be called and you know humbled as a queen to serve in that capacity. I think that's where acknowledging your gifts and talents is actually the most humble thing that you can do, and so right. when people you know, reach out to me and they're like, wow, you command a room. How, how do you do this? How do you, you know, change this from, you know, your little office in Minnesota? It doesn't matter what you're given to work with. What matters is if you use it. And Queen Esther, in my opinion and my knowledge of her story, I find to be a huge inspiration. And one of my favorite quotes that I use so much in these times is uh, her words from the Bible scripture that basically say, we were made for times as these. There's a reason wow. why each and every one of us today is actually alive and breathing. 
And for anyone that's, you know, whether they believe in the Bible or not, I hope those words inspire you because as a leader, you are meant to be here for a reason. You may not know, I may not know just yet what that reason is, but that's a big reason to live for. That's huge. Can you repeat again? We are made for times times such as these. We were made for times such as these. And I love how you said it. We were. We were made. Yes. Emphasize that. And that's, it's, that's where the empowerment comes through. You know, we have all these false beliefs and barriers that hold us back based on where we think we came from or what's holding us back. And when I think of a simple slave girl that rose to lead a whole nation, you know, world changing at that time period, I, guys, I mean, that's, that leaves me speechless. Yeah. So, Justine, you know, um, what you said before about the acknowledge your gifts and talents, it's not a, matter, not a matter of what you have, but it's actually what you do with it really counts. I remember that journey that I was going through with my, my vocal cord and the tumor and so forth and recovery time and thinking about going out on my own business and then I had a good mate of mine in South Africa, actually, and he turned around and said to me, hey, Dan, don't die with the music in you. Oh and I was like, whoa. <laughs> and That's I'm like, so powerful, Dennis. It was powerful. It still gives me shivers. Um, oh, yeah. Even just when I think about it, and that, and Sean said it to me one day, and you know, I, I I was just like, man, he just stopped me in my tracks, and I thought, yep, he's right. Um, so true. And so that's what you know. You, that's sort of something I keep thinking about all the time. And I think you're so right in what you said as well about acknowledge your gifts and talents, mm-hmm. because we have those. Absolutely. For a lot of us, though, we don't actually understand the power of those gifts and talents and we just do day in and day out and we think oh yeah it's just day in day out yes. stuff. but to, <laughs> but to others it's so important or it's really really quite powerful for them absolutely so it's about getting off your pedestal mm-hmm. and putting it into a way whereby others can understand it and helping others and giving some value and impact and i think that's that's really quite quite important to do Here's a question for you, which is, you know, there could be several people, but I'm going to ask, you know, who is your favorite leader? Now, this person could be alive or from history and why? So I um, I thought about this a lot today. This was a question I sort of contemplated on, and I'm going to go with Melinda Gates. I read her memoir at the end of last year, which suddenly feels like it was a very, very, very long time ago, although it was only about nine months ago. Um, I read it at the, uh, the very end of last year, and over the Christmas holidays. And I, so I'd always been impressed with the Gates Foundation generally, right? Sort of their, the way they were giving away money and the way they were using that money to try to advance different causes. But reading her memoir, first of all, really showed me, you know, Bill gets a lot of credit for all this stuff, but she is doing a lot of the work behind the scenes and the work that she was doing behind the scenes was not only quite interesting and impactful on a global level, but she was starting to make connections and see the way women's empowerment, or let me put it a different way, she was seeing the way women's lack of empowerment holds back entire countries and entire societies and Mm. making the connection between empowering women and empowering families and and cities and states and countries and on, and the way that she has gone about doing that. And and I think she um, has done an amazing job. Partly, I also admire what she has done by using 
both philanthropic power and also investment power, right? So if you look at the different things she's involved in, there's things that are 100% philanthropic, right? They're giving away money to do things like end malaria and uh, and other kinds of things around health and education around the world. But then they're also doing things like investing in in companies, in businesses, in women, in a, in a for-profit way. So she's using that uh, treasure that she has that she has amassed with her, along with her husband, in in all the ways that it can be used. So I'm very impressed with her and the way she t- and then the way she talks about motherhood and her own experiences of that and what that meant for her as a professional, what she saw at Microsoft as a professional, and how she now thinks about about women in leadership and women in the workforce. I think I think she really sets an example. That's great. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm really interested in what you just said there as well about, you know, Bill Gates does get a lot of credit and then, you know, you have people like Melinda behind him who's doing a lot behind the background. And I think that's whether it's a male or female that gets a lot of credit, there's always somebody else behind that actually helps and supports him a lot. And I think that's uh, really important that we actually do recognise those the, those others as well, which is really important. So, Adrian, this you, you've probably got many... Uh, ideas or thoughts on this question here, but um, who's your favorite leader? Now, this person could be alive or from history. So who's your favorite leader and why? Mm, I'm not sure I'm going to do you justice here, Dennis. It's a really tricky one. You know, I thought, I, you know, if I think about who my favorite leader is, how do I pick just one? And equally, often when I've reflected on leaders that I might have admired in the past, at some point in time, something happens where something is revealed and, of course, they're just human and they're flawed in some capacity or, you know, they're discredited in some way and it's so disappointing. So I've really struggled with that whole notion of, you know, what is the ideal leader when at the end of the day, we are all just human beings, right? We have our strengths, which shine through mm-hmm. and that's what ignites people to go pursue a goal or translate an idea into a solution or some kind of value. Um, but equally, there are flaws there. So I think from my perspective, and maybe this is where I'm ducking your question. I've always just cherry-picked those strengths or those elements in leaders that I, I valued. And if I think right. currently, I mean, the first leaders that come to mind for me now are leaders like Satya Nadella, who, of course, heads up Microsoft. And the remarkable transformation he's helped engineer there, built on a cultural shift, this embracing of growth mindset on you know, the art of what might be possible um, if we give ourselves the capacity to fail a little and find ways. Um, I loved his whole notion. I think he was the first corporate CEO that I heard. It was a video that I watched where he said, can you imagine what might be possible if we could align the collective unconscious of all the team members of Microsoft to go pursue a vision? And I thought, who talks about the collective unconscious of an enterprise like that? It was just marvelous. So I love that about Satya. Um, you know, equally, I love what uh, you know Barack Obama kind of taught me around uh, how he managed tough situations, complex questions with humility, a steadiness, and a grounding that I felt helped bring people together. You could argue or debate that perhaps. But for me, I think that was a remarkable way of tackling tough issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved his just overall approach. Oprah Winfrey, you know, the value that she's created, you know, through her work over time, I think is magnificent. And the one thing I gleaned from her, I had this unique opportunity to meet her last year. I have to pinch myself. It was fantastic. But she talked about the greatest gift we have is to validate someone. I was like, oh, is that the greatest gift we have? What does that mean? And she just simply talked about her experience, you know, interviewing people, uh, luminaries, celebrities, politicians, leaders in their various fields, pop stars over the years. And every time she'd done that, so whether it was, and I think she literally quoted, you know, Barack Obama, Beyonce, 
uh, Royalty, uh, Brad Pitt, uh, Beckham. There was a similar point at the end of the interview as the cameras went to commercial where every single one of them, regardless of their stature and their success, would lean and go, was that okay? Did you get what you needed? Do you think that was all right? (laughs) And she was like, what are you talking about? You're Beckham or you're Obama or you're the Queen, Beyonce. And she realized they just wanted to be validated. Did I do okay? Did I do a good job? And that's when she realized that people simply want validation. Therefore, that's the greatest gift you can, can give someone. It doesn't mean you have to agree with them, their points of view, their perspectives, but you have to help them appreciate that you've heard them, you know, and yeah. to at least validate yeah. that. And I think that's, that's yeah. probably something that leaders should or could do a lot more as well, I think, Adrian, too, if they can validate mm-hmm. more with their teams and give them that just to sort of that belief as well and yeah. reinsurance. Yeah. That's right. And then, you know, popping through generations, Jay Shetty and the work he's doing to bring in a whole new generation to the work around mindsets and you know, principles and ways of living. And I'm a big uh, fan of your prime minister in New Zealand, right, Jacinda. And, uh, you know, I'm not close enough to really understand the, the direct impact of her policies and plans. But what I do know is the shift she's creating for women in leadership. Um, mm. And I know from firsthand you know, the conversations we have around our dinner table with our two young girls around what leadership looks like and what it can be and what it can encompass and the difference it can make, you know, to have, you know, someone like her at the table making decisions that shapes policies and ideally improves lives. So, you know, and what I, I guess what I like about that list I just shared, it's all very diverse, right? Culturally. Yeah. Uh, demographic in terms of ages. And that's what leadership is all about. It's exciting. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Fantastic list of people as well. And uh, I love it. I mean, People who simply want validation. I think that's 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 just a beautiful way of summarizing all of that uh, for sure. Oh, listeners, what fantastic insights, information, thoughts shared by our three guests. Justine from episode 47, Tammy from episode 49, and Adrian from episode 50. If you haven't already checked out those episodes, Tim, go ahead and do that because they are wonderful and you'll get so much for from the full episode in relation to that. Hey, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, go ahead and do that. We'd love to see you on those different platforms. Okay, listeners, what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Hey, look out for the episodes as they're being released. Download them, have a listen, put a review and a rating. Share them with your friends, your family, your network. We'd love to get this out to as many people as we can. If there's any feedback you'd like to give me about the show, or if there's a question you have for me around the questions or around the interviews that I do with my guests, or if you have a question for the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode, feel free to send me a message, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. All right, team, it's always a great pleasure being with you. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 